Super Talk Mississippi media production. Moondog Makers and Bakers Catering Services. Taking ordinary to extraordinary. Personal and home private nights to massive events. From wood-fired pizzas to full gras. Get your three-pack spice blend of moon dust, moon crust, and moon rocks. Hashtag what is Moondog? Familiar food done differently. From the trees over your head to the lawn you hate to mow and everything green in between. Garden Mama's here to help you keep on growing. Still the empress of everything green. Here's your horticulture maven, Garden Mama Nellie Neal on Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you, David. Good morning. Welcome in. Whatever time of day you're listening, I sure appreciate you wanting the Garden Mama show in your ear. I got things to say. I have ideas. It's a pretty nice half a day. That's your weather forecast. (laughs) But the good news is gardening goes on either way. Whatever's on your mind today, this is the place and now is the time. 888-808-8637. You want to talk about the trees that are not looking so good? Yeah, Leland Cypress, Mm, a few oaks, some of the pines. We can talk about some of the issues that we were having as a result of last year. On the other hand, if you just want to send a picture and hear what we have to say about it, 601-879-4395, of course, is the C Spire text line. We appreciate that and always appreciate your photos, your questions, and most of your comments are pretty wonderful. I, I appreciate all of that. I got more input from a piece that was in that, that is in this week's All Things Garden Mama newsletter than I have had in about at least six months, maybe longer than that. For some reason or another, I guess because of the numbers of questions, I do try to be responsive. But so many people want to try to understand a little better the way that we prune and why do we prune one thing one way and another another, particularly in the case of fruit trees. So there's a graphic in this week's issue. And it it is really the basics. I could write uh, probably 2,000 words on how to prune fruit trees, but we'd all fall asleep halfway through. So the point is there's open vase, which is the one where we're trying to get a whole lot of sunlight into the center of the tree. That works for things like peaches and figs. They're really leafy, and if you don't get the sunlight into them, a lot of times you only get fruit around the edges where you could have had fruit throughout the entire canopy of the plant. So that's a that's a practical application. We've also got, of course, modified central leaders. Those are the ones where we're going to you, – you do top the tree, but it's one that can be topped because it will send out and make new branches as long as you do this at a very young age for the plant. Really begin that at, at, as soon as possible. Things like pomegranate, things like cherries do very well with that. If you leave the central leader, though, and then modify it a, even less because you're going to encourage an, a more upright tree, we're talking about things like pears, mulberry trees. You know, they're, people don't even really consider mulberry trees to be fruit trees, but they should, not only for the, the, the beauty that we get out of those gorgeous plants, but the fruits are spectacular for our wildlife especially. So that's some of the things that we're doing. A lot of people responded to that yesterday, and I really appreciated hearing from you. I always like to hear from you. Mama on air at yahoo.com. If it's not Saturday, Saturday, I'm here. I'm live. Oh, those pictures are so pretty. 
supertalk.tv. Good morning, Lance. Good morning, Garden (laughs) Mama. Looking at some photos that I took in Mobile um, now two weeks ago, I guess, at the Gulf States Expo. These are plants that I'm just particularly crazy about. I'm going to talk about some of them. We've got somebody coming in in the next hour, a surprise, to talk plant materials with. That's going to be fun. One of the biggest pieces of that, by the way, that one's for Anna. This is the paper bush. I will talk about this one because nobody cares about this, I don't think, except me and Anna and maybe my friend Lloyd. Paper bush is an edgeworthia. It is a plant that is oddball. I like things that hold their flowers upside down in the in the manner of angel trumpets, but these look like lantanas with their upside down, except it's a shrub, so, but it's that kind of clustery flower, and they're so pretty. Their, their stems are an absolutely gorgeous russet brown, and, and when they're all ready to bloom, as the, the ones are in this photo, I, I have to tell you, I actually wrote down the name of the guy and the nursery and the whole business because I need to find us a source for these, and I'm, I'm looking forward to being able to do that. Really pretty plant. I like it. Something else that's going on in my garden this particular day, I have been cutting and chopping and carrying on. Today I'm going to go and do a little bit more work on the limelight hydrangeas. They are the one, the one, that we grow the most in this part of the world that actually does need to be pruned in the winter if you're going to prune it. And since mine has gotten bigger on one side than the other, I'm going to take down one side. I'm actually going to take down the whole thing, but take down one side more so that it has a nice shape. Most of the time we want limelights to have a center, but we also want them to be able to have a wide canopy so that they're sort of dome-shaped. That puts more flowers in our view as well as more flowers on the plant. I have seen them done in a more sort of what I consider topiary, you know, more upright kind of fashion, and that's nice, but really I like that shape in things like oak leaf hydrangea. So just something else to think about. You know what's coming up. I I mentioned last week that there were the first inklings of of growth on the flowering quince, and it is, it is actually coming along well. But I want to hear about people with witch hazel and forsythia. If yours are doing well, let me know. I'd wanna, I do want to hear about that. The, the whole business in the witch hazel family is that we see them in the winter really because the flowers are beautiful and they bloom when nothing else much is going on. But then they kind of disappear, and so sometimes they don't uh, they don't get a a serious place in the garden. They're just kind of at the edges. Forsythia, though, tends to be more of a display plant. We'll put a couple of those next to the driveway, for example, to bring on that first color at this point in the year. They're also pretty cool, though, if you grow cut flowers. Um, this this group, as well as the flowering quince, of course, you can grow like a thicket at at, at the point where they finish blooming. You can cut them all back and let them come up from the ground level in, oh, I don't know, maybe a couple of years it'll take to build a thicket that you can actually cut single stems from that you then force in the vase. Now, when you, if you've never seen this done, you may think about it. It's something that you, you'll see in um, Architectural Digest or something. You know, it'll be a, a, a clear glass vase with pussy willows in it and those beautiful gray 
beautiful, beautiful structures on that hemimalis, which is another relative of the witch hazel. Our witch hazels tend to make a little yellow flower. Most of them, not all of them, but the ones that we see the most often will do that, and it's a beautiful thing. But forsythia is pretty much unbeatable for that really, really lush number of flowers along a single stem that you can cut in bud. And, yeah, if you're growing cut flowers, you're probably going to sell them that way. Or if you just want to use it yourself, you bring it in the house and force it. A lot of people will bring them in because it's immediately going to be icy. And that's some of the joy of living in this part of the world and some of the challenge. You have to understand that things may get a little bit different. I'm not I'm not here to roll the dice on the weather quite yet, but I don't think it's spring yet. <laughs> so remember, February traditionally brings us some very, very cold weather in the southeast, especially in Zone 8, where I am. I hope that you will take advantage of the good weather in the next several days, maybe even weeks, to do some bed prep, to get your vegetable beds ready so they'll be ready to plant at any point, potatoes in February and everything else pretty much in March. But if you have not done that yet, or if you're going to plant a bed of a new bed, for example, a perennial bed especially, this is a really good time to make that bed. And then that allows it to mellow a little bit before you actually want to go in and plant. Sometimes I realize it's a minute. We make the we make the bed, do the bed work, and then the next thing you know, you've got four plants you have to stick in there. So it doesn't always go as mellow as you would like, perhaps. But if you will add, if you've got an established bed, for example, and you can add a little bit of organic matter, maybe a little bit of an organic nitrogen source, cottonseed meal or something like that, you'll have a much better working environment in the soil. What we're trying to do is to stimulate the both the macro and the micro life that's in there because that's what's going to do the work to produce an environment that your roots can really thrive in. Clearly, if the roots thrive, the rest of the plant's going to do a whole lot better than if they don't. I have seen pansies in various states of okay and not. <laughs> you probably have too. Um, I hope that, wow, if you haven't if you haven't been out to look at your pansies, you're probably going to find in most cases, say north of Hattiesburg and south of Memphis. In some cases, they're just frozen into nothingness. I understand friends in Tennessee have have sent me unpleasant pictures. I still said, take off that part, but don't dig them up yet because you can't tell. They might come up under the mulch. You just we don't know yet. But in the case of the ones where we're actually seeing damage to them, don't be too quick to go and pull stuff out of there. Don't don't start cutting and plucking. If a flower has has clearly gone past its time, certainly go ahead and clip it off. But don't be pulling on the plant. And even if it has some yellow leaves where it's gotten a little bit burned from the cold in, at, in, at different points here in the last several weeks, you can trim that off if you need to, but you don't necessarily have to take the whole leaf off. We're trying to leave, if we can, enough of the pansies clump so that it can begin to grow again. Most of the time they grow a little bit and then they slow down and then they grow a little bit and then they slow down anyway through the winter. And in this case, they've had a few challenges that we now need to help them get over. On the other hand, if they're gone, they're gone. There's still plenty of time to replant, and you will have pansies for months. Same is true with snapdragons, and the garden centers do have them. You, you can actually plant other things if, if you've got uh, a little bit of 
protection for them, but we usually think of pansies as the big, big opportunity. I hope that you're getting a chance to see the daffodils coming up all over the place. They've just been beautiful. They're, they're really, um, the leaves look great. I think they were so happy to get out of the ground. But if you've never fertilized yours, and most people don't, go ahead and do that a little bit. They had a rough year last year. And if you, if you're seeing the foliage now, it's a good time to go ahead and give them just a little bit of help. And if you forget, it's okay. After you pick all the daffodils, you can fertilize them then too, but they would rather have it now while they're two or three inches tall and coming up for the, the new flowers that we're going to all enjoy this particular, you know, say the next six weeks or so. I have uh, finally got brown leaves on the lantana. Last year they, they, they froze back, but they started to grow again immediately. So I pruned them, but it was not real successful. This year, they are absolutely browned out, and the leaves are falling off, so I will be going seriously cutting them back in the next several days. The thing you have to decide is, are we going to have a warm enough spell for things like that to start growing? And if we do, then what? how in the world do we justify coming back and pruning again? Well... If they're in the middle of, for example, like mine are in the case of the lantanas, the driveway, they're, they're spilling out into it, and I'm probably driving over them at least some of the time already anyhow. So the question always be, always tends to be, what in the world are you going to do with that? Well, I'm going to let it grow back. might give it a little chance to grow up on something if I possibly can this year, though. Why not, huh? Triple eight eight zero eight eight six three seven. Nobody's awake today. Six zero one eight seven nine four three nine five is the text line, and I know that I will hear from y'all in a little bit. Right now, I'm looking at somebody's barbecue from yesterday. <laughs> oh my goodness! The tulip knew it was in trouble when it was called by its scientific name. Yeah, that's right. The whole name is a problem. <laughs> Those are good this morning. Fun stuff. Yep, that's right. We're going to reload it again. (laughs) That's funny. Some of the things that uh, we talk about in our garden at, at everybody's garden, you can go, they'll tell you, you should have been here last week or come back again in six months or all of those things. But I actually like to go to people's gardens in the wintertime. I like to see how they've, how they've arranged things. It's a whole lot easier to see the hardscape, to see the bones of the garden in the winter usually than it is the rest of the time. So I have no problem at all with going over. And t- This is the week that I have rearranged in my world. And now I have a whole pile of things that I'm probably going to end up dumping because I don't really want to have them anymore. What am I talking about? Well, you keep the pots that break because you figure you're going to use them for shards or you're going to put another plant on top of them or you're going to use them for something else. I have some, but now they're down to crumbles. And since I don't do mosaic work <laughs> with broken pots, I probably need to just let them go someplace else. Well, today, my friends, we have got a really ironic twist in our world, and this is it. I don't know if you have ever encountered anybody that you may be this person and that's fine whose dog or cat or other pet is actually more important to them than the people around them now 
that's not a that's not a judgment necessarily. It's a statement of fact, because let's t- let's face it, like plants, pets tend not to talk back. <laughs> and generally speaking, if you take care of them, they will take care of you. So that's not always true of people. We recognize that. However, a new study is out to talk about crisis situations and the separation of people from their pets and the long-term psychological damage that this can do. I would, you, in, in other parts of my life, I would have said, okay, um, that's interesting. But because we deal with evacuations and we deal with people who are in crisis from an assortment of conditions, but oftentimes it is weather conditions. I want to. I want you to understand that before Katrina, if you had an animal, there was no no place for you to evacuate, and we did in fact lose people because they would not leave their animals, and there was no place for them to go. That sounds irrational to to some folks. This study tells us it's not at all irrational. The results have told us that that strong emotional attachment results in vulnerability, but when the bond is threatened, it actually gets stronger. So in other words, you don't just forget that that dog was there or forget that you had to leave that cat or that goldfish or whatever it is. When you are forced to separate, it hits you really, really hard. So the the good news, the good news for you and me is that we get to understand this a little more than other folks were telling us we might before. And since Katrina, there are, in fact, places you can evacuate with, as my friend knew from Florida, up to three cat cages. <laughs> Off she went. That's good. That's that's a that's an understanding. It's an accommodation that can be made. And for those of you who would like to celebrate, tonight is doggy date night. Tell me what you're going to do. I'm going to do this, and then we're going to come back. <laughs> To everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season, turn, turn, turn. And a time to every purpose under heaven. A time to build up, a time to break down, a time to dance, a time to mourn. Hi, I'm Sammy the Shovel, reminding you how important it is to call 811 at least three working days before you dig anywhere in or around any homeowner's yard. It doesn't matter if you're putting in a new mailbox, installing a fence, French drain, sprinkler system, even a flower bed. You need to call 811 at least three working days before you dig, or you could end up responsible for a water line leak, utility line with gas or propane, or even worse, safety is in your hands. Call 811 every dig, every time. You dig? We are advocacy, a century of wins, protecting private property rights, advancing technology, sustaining our land, conserving our natural resources, all to pass on to the next generation. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. Hey, you're up next. Ugh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks Cool Drops. Yeah, Vicks Cool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please 
Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. Gallo here for Baroni's Tree Pros. My friends at Baroni's Tree Pros put customer satisfaction as the only way to leave a job. Nothing less than the best service you'll find in the industry on tree removal, tree pruning, stump grinding, debris cleanup. You got questions? Baroni's Tree Pros will give you a plan, time frame, and budget that's perfect for you. Free estimate at 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. Or it's online at baroniestreepros.com. Yes, supply.net it's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or workplace it's when esi supply.net exorbitant pads by the bundle or roll esi supply.net socknet boom products oil gator oil dry spill kits and much more esi supply.net take it from scary gary if it can spill it's gonna esi supply 601-933-4910 that's 601-933-4910 or online at esi supply.net Hi, this is Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. At Two Men in a Truck, we've added a new service option to our brand, junk removal. Whether you're deep cleaning, renovating, or staging your home to sell, our Two Men in a Truck junk removal option is perfect to get the job done. Our professionally trained moving and junk removal teams will load and haul away your unwanted junk for you. Visit twomininatruck.com to learn more and get a free junk removal quote. That's twomininatruck.com. Hi, I'm Jade, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit is the savoriness of the sausage, the fluffiness of the egg, and the butteriness of the biscuit. It's amazing. The perfect start to my day. Hi, everyone. It's Justin. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit is the fluffy egg, the melted cheese, and the sizzling sausage. It's the start to your morning that you didn't know you need. Order a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit and simply orange juice on the Chick-fil-A app. Real guests paid for their testimonials. I'm Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. This world is a crazy mixed-up place. Most of that is out of my control. But at Gateway Rescue Mission, we do what we can control right here at home in Mississippi. We offer a meal when someone is hungry, a warm bed at night, help for someone struggling with an addiction. In doing so, we try to make our little corner of the world a better place. Look us up at www.gatewaymission.org. Come on, you can two-step a little bit better than that. I've seen you. Come on. It's time, y'all. That's right. Wearing purple, supertalk.tv. Hello. It's all about the Mardi Gras world. I don't care where you are. Mobile, Gulf Coast, New Orleans, Mamou, Lafayette, wherever you are, guess what? You better get going if you're going to parade because we're getting very close. Lots, Everything's on the events calendar. Everybody's out there. And it's really turning into a beautiful week for the run-up in terms of the weather. There'll be some things rained out over the weekend, I'm sure. But guess what? We'll pick it up and keep moving. I think that's fun. That's really a delight. This, this time of year, I know there's a lot of jokes about it. You know, other people... Start. Ha- other people have, go on diets or have sober January or whatever that is. 
and here we just have Mardi Gras, so it all kind of keeps going. It's not to say that we don't have a sense of balance, but just like in the garden, there's times of feasting and there's times of um, slowing down just a little bit, but not too much in our case. I'm really tickled about these uh, the new developments. We've got some different forms of bacteria that are going to be more effective against insect problems. There's all kinds of introductions of better technologies of that sort, things that are much more naturally sourced, much more mimicking what goes on in nature when it's working right. And, in fact, another one is, frankly, going for some record setting. Washington State University has made a mini bug and a water strider. You say they did what? Mm-hmm. They're robots based on those particular insects. They actually may be the smallest, the lightest, and the fastest fully functional micro robots, teeny weeny, little bitty, not nano, but little bitty micro robots. This is very cool. There are a lot of implications for pollinating plants with things like this even for search and rescue with a little camera getting into spaces that nothing else can do, monitoring the conditions in a particular place that is remote, difficult to get to, and all sorts of other implications for this kind of technology. I'm very happy that this is going on. They they move um, pretty quick. <laughs> They're fast. They're light. And I don't I, – I hesitate. I know Lance is immediately going to weigh in on this one. I, he- I hesitate, though, because it does sound like a science fiction movie where all of a sudden you reach up and slap the, the thing that turns out to be a robot that has just taken your entire world and turned it upside down. So one of the pieces, obviously, that the tiny robots depend on their tiny actuators. So I presume we need to have great control over the actuators. And in this case, they used a new technique to make it much tinier, much smaller, and that actually gave them the opportunity to make the smallest one ever made. That's very, very cool. I look forward to any kind of pollination that we can hear about. I had a good conversation this week about our friend Henbit. If you don't know Henbit, let me introduce you. Henbit is the plant that is in green leaf now all over the South and usually considered a lawn weed. I consider it one of the best pollinators, and in fact, it's a pretty little flower. has a scalloped leaf, makes a little stem, maybe four inches tall sometimes, and the flowers are, are generally speaking, purple, lavender to purple, but pretty much purple. Um, there, There's a rosy quality to some of them, you know, but you recognize it. It's a scalloped leaf on a little plant that comes up in the wintertime, and people try to get it out of their lawns. Well, that's fine. I understand if you if your lawn is not thriving, if your lawn has too much more, if it, for example, if it has non-turf at the rate of 50%, we need to do something about it. But a clump or two of henbit, a clump or two even in the flower bed, is a wonderful thing for the pollinators. Not the insect robot pollinators, but the ones that are actually out there right now. Fun, really interesting stuff. I had no idea about this either. I am so fascinated with ants anyway. You know, I'm, I'm always after that, um, that whole business. And University of Florida studies them a whole lot. The, um, Interestingly enough, publishing in Science and working on acacia trees, this is one of the trees that, of course, is part of Florida, but it's also a native to Kenya. Ordinarily, 
they are protected from leaf-eating ants. From leaf from I'm sorry, from leaf-eating animals, mammals, for example, lions, because of the ants that live in them. I know this sounds kind of goofy, but in terms of the classic you don't think that ant can take on a rubber tree plant. Turns out they can take on a lion in this case. It is really fun to watch. Very, very complex work. Teeny tiny invaders are actually the thing that holds the whole system together, determining who gets eaten and where it gets eaten. What they've been looking for um, is the opportunity that this innocuous looking but very invasive ant species is unfortunately changing things for the lions, making it harder for them to hunt because it changes the environment so much. In return for being able to live in the trees, the ants defend them from other predators. And, and it's, it's called mutualism, but when the ants are at such an invasive level, it can be problematic. And for that reason, we really want to understand how it works and if they need to be managed. Obviously, you want the trees to be protected, but you also want the lions to be able to hunt and thrive. So it's an interesting business. They've been trying to unravel this since about 2000. And indeed, like so many things in science and particularly in in biology and and botany, it does take uh, several decades and many generations to figure it out. So I really think that's cool. Wonderful stuff, though. Mutualism is something that... uh, applies in people i think too we have we, we may have people that are important to our lives they they protect part of it or they deal with things that we don't want to deal with you know I, I think of people that have rooms full of lawyers because they have so much going on that they need them contractual stuff starting businesses doing all of those kind of things but it's also the true that they need us so there's two sides to just about everything, and in the case of mutualism, it really does make a difference for the ants and the lions. So they're going to figure it out. We're going to keep those numbers together. Jeb in DeKalb, what's going on today? Yes, how are you doing this morning? Very well, thank you. Yes, um, I just wanted to tell a story. To We had a friend that had an animal, and she and my friend moved away to Utah, and we adopted her animal, and that animal adopted well at our house. But but on the mother thing, is it okay to move daffodils now or do it later? Later. Thank you much. Okay, thank you. Thank you much. Let them do what they're going to do, and and if you need to transplant them, transplant them later on. I know that there are a lot of things that we would like to look at at this particular point in time, and we would probably like to push things. But that's there's a reason we wait till mid-February to prune roses. There's a reason why I'm hesitant to tell you to go out and start cutting on things that we beyond the, the obvious, beyond fig trees and, and fruit trees and certainly ornamental grasses and wisteria and that sort of stuff. Beyond that... Because we may get, we've, we've got a nice forecast for the next 10 days or so. We do have more rain at the end of next week, but that's okay. On the other hand, if we go into the late part of February and it still hasn't frozen again, well, there's going to be a lot of people saying, bring me those tomatoes. Because <laughs> we're going to believe it's all over. Don't be fooled. I do not believe that winter is over. I think we will have at least one more serious case of cold weather 
it's in it's it's the law of averages. I am not prescient. I do not have a, a a crystal ball. And believe you me, if we're sitting here, oh, I don't know, the twentieth of March or so, and we still haven't had any bad weather, I'll be just as happy as you. Trust me, I will be beyond happy. This is actually today is my perfect weather. Today is sweatshirt weather. If it's uh, 40 degrees in the morning when I get up and about 65 in the afternoon, I, I feel like I'm in the perfect environment for myself. I can garden. I don't have to shiver, and I don't need gloves. But I do have on socks, <laughs> so it's kind of – I know. y'all. Some of y'all are flip-flop people, but I can, I can manage the socks. All gardeners really do have a way of thinking about these things. Gardeners tend to do so many crazy bits and pieces in our world. We'll – keep the very same visor for 15 years, you know, or and the same shovel for, for 10 because it's the one we like. Well, there's also new stuff out there. I want to encourage you to get out and take a look at some of the not fancier but just slightly different tools that are available. We've got time to consider them even in the pruning world. Do you know that there are battery battery-powered pruners? Hand pruners, just like you would have your hand pruners and wear your wrist out. You don't have to. There's a machine that will do that for you now. Those are very cool. Obviously, electric hedge hedge, uh, clippers have always been very popular. I tend to enjoy using the others, but when it's a big job, I'll certainly pull out the ones that have a little bit more power, and I think you should too. One of the pieces of our world that we don't get a chance to do every time and we better hurry up if we're going to and just in case it's an early spring. Okay, Puxatani Phil, we'll test you out again. His stats are not that great, but he does get it more than more than half the time. A little bit more. <laughs> just a little bit. A little bit more. <laughs> you know. He has a good quarter. Well, I mean, you know, so that that's why I say if you're going to take hardwood cuttings of things like crepe myrtle or holly or any of the other plants that you've been considering taking hardwood cuttings from, now's the time to do that. We're, if In case we don't get much real cold weather, at least we'll get some cold weather. And by taking those uh, basically a, a foot-long piece and you bundle them up, maybe 20 in a bundle, because we're trying to root the things that are Really easier if left alone. They're not going to root so well for us later on in the season or simply because it's easier to do it now and to do it this way. So you can do that now. I'm not saying you shouldn't prune those things for hardwood cuttings. Just be aware of what you've decided you're going to root and get yourself a bucket. There's always a, a, a good, there's always great pictures of this sort of process where you're talking about putting them in basically into a tube of wet sand so that it and you don't want it to stay full of water on the top of course so you got to put some holes in the sides of it or cover it up or do whatever you're going to do keep it moist but not dripping wet and keep it outdoors some people bury them some people just put them in a cold and exposed spot either way you can do some hardwood cuttings now and then late spring early summer you'll have roots some people do this process in November in, in hope for really cold patches so that the things root quickly and we end up with stuff in, say, now. I don't think this was a good year for that. I don't think that was a good year for that. Yeah, you're right. Trey is on one this morning, y'all. It, when you come over to supertalk.tv, you'll see a bunch of it. But um, he, the, the, the Puxatani Phil wants you to know that he is not a meteorologist. <laughs> he just plays one on the television. <laughs> And by the way, why are those people all dressed up like that? I guess I don't understand. I don't understand. They don't even—they don't even look like they're all from the same 
historic era. <laughs> I'm on these odd hats and big coats and I don't know. Puxatawney Phil looks a little bit surprised by the whole thing, I have to say. I do know about the story of all that. I get it, but it's just strange. I think he's like, you woke me up. Well, I mean, come on, man. You notice that they don't have they, they don't have Bubba the Bear that they go pull out. Yeah, you know, they, I mean, they, they're not they, doing they, that. I don't have a problem with it, but, yeah, he's probably like, hey, man, come on. Go pick on somebody your own size. Put your own hat on. Let me out of here. What are we doing? And what kind of reward does he get? Hopefully he gets like whatever he likes. I hope so. You know, I mean, if, if you win, if you win the Westminster Dog Show, you go to Sardi's. You know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Where his do they treat take is? <laughs> I'm like you. I'd like to know what is his prize. Do they give him like something he something, gets to chill with? I hope. Or- you know, in his little because um, he put has him a back nice in that cold burrow. Yeah. He has a nice. You know? I don't know. Is it like velvet in there or something? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. It's a weird one. I mean, if Funny he gets it stuff. right, they get him. You know, they get him more you know, of whatever it is. One of the things that we look at in this this slightly warmer weather patch um, is that if you're going to give someone, say, for example, a container full of tulips that were forced that are going to be forced to bloom in time for valentine's day you may find them in bloom this week where things are a little bit warm so take advantage of that get in on the uh, joy of valentine's day a little bit early i wanted to give you i'm going to tell you something else if you are coming to the dixie national rodeo i know this is a funny thing to drop in here but i love them so much and you if you're coming there's concerts of course all weekend big deal on Valentine's Day, though, is that they're going to do a thing at the steakhouse. So get in touch. Go there. You're gonna, you'll have an experience you've never seen before and some best food probably that you can find. These people are serious about it. The Dixie National Rodeo goes on all this month, and it's just something that you should, should absolutely support. It's fun. All right, now, it's time for us to move along into what are we going to do and when are we going to do it? Okay, there, we, we got all that. We got all of the groundhog. Trey, you're so fun. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. feel like you're in the dark well with a propane generator you'll never be in the dark again at least when the lights go out enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out propane generators are sure you'll always have power propane fueled clean cooking hot water on demand warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most why would you choose anything else energy for everyone propane visit mspropane.com that's mspropane.com today Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. 
greatest show on dirt, the Dixie National Rodeo, presented by Southern Ag Credits, coming to the Mississippi Coliseum February 9th through the 17th. Come on out and experience world-class livestock, brought to you by Harbor Morgan Rodeo. Barrel racing, bull riding, and more. Live in concert will be Colin Stout, Connor Smith, Tracy Bird, Chris Cagle, Megan Maroney, Sammy Kershaw, Corey Kent, and Parma Lee. Buy your tickets today at DixieNational.org. I'm Commissioner Andy Gibson, and I'll see you all at the rodeo. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. We've sent that Rip Van Winkle guy to the dentist. Hey, what? Hey, what? And what's worse than a trip to the dentist? Your wife's paint project that you've put off. Let Seabrook Paint in Jackson and Ridgeland find that Benjamin Moore paint and a contractor that will get you back doing the important things in life, like grilling and watching sports. Seabrook, Benjamin Moore paint, and a happy wife, happy life. Seabrook Paint in Jackson on Monument and in Ridgeland on West Jackson. First down. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. Go to windowappointmentnow.com for full offer details. Attention all homeowners. Do you know when to replace your windows? Feeling too hot or cold? Fog between the glass. Spending too much on expensive energy that literally goes out the window? It's definitely time to replace. If you've put off replacing windows in your home because it's too expensive, here's great news. You can now get a free in-home window consultation and free price quote from Renewal by Anderson. And right now, you can save $375 off every window and $775 off every door when you buy four or more units. Just text FOG to 200-300 for your free consultation on top quality affordable windows or patio doors for $0 down, zero monthly payments, and zero interest for a year. That's right. You don't pay a dime for an entire year. Text FOG to 200-300 right now to save $375 off every window and $775 off every door when you buy four or more units. But hurry, these big dollar savings won't last long. Text FOG to 200-300. Don't wait. Text the word FOG to 200-300. Text FOG to 200-300. Hi, I'm Josh Quick, the owner of Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions, formerly known as Clean Space of Central Mississippi. Our name may have changed, but our expertise remains. An unhealthy crawl space can invite mold, bugs, and buckling floors. This affects not only your crawl space, but compromises the health of your entire home. Our Clean Space system will transform your crawl space into a dry, healthy, clean environment that will save you energy and money. No more moisture, no more mold, no more smells. Still doing free estimates at MSCrawlspace.com. Welcome into the Garden Mama Show. I am happy to tell you that there are so many cool things we can be doing right now that I'm, I'm going to move inside. Been talking with you already today about assortments of things to prune, assortments of things to look out for. I am celebrating henbit in case you don't know about that. I love it. It's not a plant that we want everywhere, but if we can keep a little bit going for the pollinators, it makes a big, big difference. But guess what? Today is also National Ice Cream for Breakfast Day. In case you were looking for a good reason to hit the freezer this morning, you can just do that. So I would say go right ahead and do that. On supertalk.tv, 
I have to give you I have to give it all to Trey today. My my plant pictures are beautiful, but Trey has given us all the memes. January was a tough year, but we made it. <laughs> he's right. And yeah, by the way, he's also got all the bribes being paid off to the uh Puxatawney Field by the the snowmen, and that sounds crazy to you if you don't know that we were just talking about. We're wondering what Puxatawney Phil gets for the uh, the pro- privilege of being pulled out of his house in the middle of the winter, for goodness sakes. But it looks kind of like sweet potatoes. I'm not really sure. We got. I think some, those are yams. Are they yams? You know, they, they look like that. He's They're like currency. He's yams. very happy. I think it's currency from the snow the snow world uh, that buys us six more weeks of winter, right? So, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. And it does tell you what appeals to people, though, and sometimes we need to look at that sort of stuff. For decades, people um, have wondered about, in very specific ways, the activity patterns in human and animal brains. It goes really directly to that notion of there being so many issues that come up when people are forcibly separated from their pets because of a natural disaster or because of illness or for one reason or another. And the other piece of the puzzle is how do you stop that kind of caring? How do you stop that affection? Well, you can't, of course, but we do indeed need to understand it better to look at how we inhibit those kinds of things just a little bit more strongly. I'm happy to tell you that we did see a bunch of really cool technologies over in Mobile at Gulf States. And coming up in the next hour, we're going to talk. Oh, they're carrots. I'm sorry. I interrupted myself. I shouldn't have looked at the text. He, I, th- I still think they're yams. but Those are some healthy carrots. They're some pretty healthy as big Rich, as he Rich is. is growing those. <laughs> Come on, Kentwood. Show us your carrots. <laughs> and it's off the snowmen's noses. They filled it up. Ah, see, see I, it just went over my head, and now I get it. Yeah, yeah they, he, he got to spill well, all of the snowman's At least nose. they didn't give him the coal that the, was their eyes, you know, because that wouldn't that have worked wouldn't have so well. That would a great present unless that would not a have fire, worked. and I think he's got a great pelt. I think he's pretty thick. I think he's pretty thick. Do they have, you know, Nancy the Nutria in South Louisiana? I don't know. Well, we ought to Same, same group of rodents. I mean. Southern thing, a Puxatoni Phil. Yeah. You can go with yeah. the Nutria. I like it. Nancy it, it the could Nutria. Work. It could work. Yeah. Make her famous. We drop a catfish, don't we, at New Year's now? <laughs> so we certainly can find our own. Start seeing where you hang a catfish, you have to get kissed <laughs> under it or something. You know, that's next. That's kind of frightening, but yeah. I imagine it'll be popular with somebody. I thought that somebody. would be like some Cajun thing anyway. <laughs> it like, could be. It you know, could be. It's hanging out there to dry. Listen, for anybody that it. thinks we're talking about stuff that's irrational, I have been to a place where they nail your shoes to the ceiling, okay, when you've been dancing yeah. long enough. <laughs> it's real. We're not kidding. This is this is just my homeland. It's you know, things I need to let y'all know about that I'm not even embarrassed by anymore. No, it's just excellent culture. It's well-rounded. <laughs> deep culture. Yeah, very deep culture. <laughs> well-rounded. Fun you know, stuff. Get all that good stuff. Fun stuff. Living down here in the south, especially when you get down south to I-10. Nope. Nobody, yeah, can, nobody, can nobody can beat that. Nobody can beat that. Great fishing, too. We, um, I'm, I'm, I don't – one of the photos is from Felix's in Mobile that you'll see when you go to supertalk.tv. And when we come up in the next half, you'll get to see what was inside of Felix's, which was quickly consumed by the patrons. That included me. But when you get to the beach and you take a look at it, you think, how do they garden there? How do they do that? A lot of times what we're looking at in sandy soil, of course, is the need to put in organic matter in the same way that we put it into the soils that are heavy and dense, like my Yazoo clay. The idea is that it's not magic. 
but it has the same ameliorative effect no matter where you put organic matter. In organic matter in sand, it's actually going to be smaller particles than the sand. So it'll help hold the water in, help hold the nutrients in, help give the roots a place to be and not expose them to wash off. But on the other hand, when you put it into clay soil, that same compost, that same organic matter is going to break up the clay soil because the clay soil particles are so teeny-weeny. We think sand is a little tiny grain, but when you get to clay soil, you're way over on the spectrum, much, much smaller. Those things just slap together, you know, kind of, well, sort of like some of the food that I eat. I can hear my arteries doing the same thing sometimes. (laughs) Weren't we talking about fried food yesterday? I think we did you were you were telling Always us that everything is fried. fried. Yeah, everything Always has to be fried. fried. I'm frying cauliflower this weekend. I'll knock that out. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best way to eat it. Well, it's it's actually a little tasteless if you. you know, I, I, I'm, add I, I create many other cauliflowers that are not fried and not tasteless. But I will say, when you have a big bland cauliflower, there's nothing quite like a little tempura action to you give it cauliflower bread you do that no i don't do that i mean i've had it it's not bad i've had it but it, i don't like cauliflower rice either i don't like the textures but i like cauliflower cut into steaks and i like cauliflower steamed and put into other stuff i it's, like it uh you know if it's you know like cabbage steamed with a ton of cayenne and well yeah juice. see, yeah, it's see? Much perfect better that we it, throw it, it into it like perfect. a medley it's perfect or the mexican style or italian style in the vinegar or whatever it it's is. Delightful. That, oh, love, it's, it's wonderful. Eat a whole bottle of that yeah. stuff. You, know, you think you're doing something good for yourself. Like, you're oh, actually yeah, just, man, I'm gonna eat You're good. actually just eating vinegar and, and then vegetables. You just look down and there's nothing left. But, but a look now, half when, jar you, of when you have a crop that is that good, you got to find something to do with it. And this has apparently been a great year for cauliflower because it's not five dollars a head at my grocery store. Whenever I go and it's it's less than that at, at, in at height of season. Not the organic one. I grant you that one's going to be five dollars if you're lucky. But the ones that are grown conventionally, which are still pretty good now, they're delightful cauliflowers. There, there will be a price point to be noted. We used to worry when we had to pay too much for asparagus because we can grow asparagus here just in the same way that we can grow cauliflower. But not every year is great for either one of them in our part of the world. So, yeah, we even if you do grow all that stuff, you're probably going to end up at the grocery store at some point. So we're all looking for when the price point comes down, indicating that there are more truckloads of it coming in than there are people to purchase it. Sometimes we make decisions about what we grow based on what we really like and we know we want more of, which is, I think, why people actually want to grow more and more tomatoes. We're so picky about it. One person wants a real acid tomato. One person wants a real sweet tomato. One person thinks heirlooms only. You know, everybody's got a point of view about tomatoes. And as a result of that, everybody can grow some, and we all have slightly different experiences, but we get something out of it. Cauliflower is pretty much cauliflower. You know? And if you can grow a field full of it, and, and I can get a couple of them, that's plenty. On the other hand, homegrown asparagus is unbeatable. So if you have not done that yet, consider it. There's, a, by the way, beautiful, really, really step-by-step about growing asparagus in this part of the world. You can find it at msucares.com. Just search that up. Same way you would search up crepe myrtle bark scale or some of the other things I tell you to go to msucares.com for. The, the asparagus tutorial will get you started. And, yes, there are more, there's more than one kind of asparagus, all right? So that's part of the joy. When we, when we talk about shopping, we're always trying to say, well, this is what it says I should have in the list, and here's the one I can find. 
guess what? The one you can find is, generally speaking, going to be perfectly appropriate, provided, yep, provided it's from a local source. Speaking of local sources, we got one coming in to talk to us. Many of y'all know Mark Patrick. I hope you do. You're going to know him in a minute. If you don't, stick around. We got plants to talk about here on the Garden Mama Show. I'm Sammy the Shovel, reminding you how important it is to call 811 at least three working days before you dig anywhere in or around any homeowner's yard. It doesn't matter if you're putting in a new mailbox, installing a fence, French drain, sprinkler system, even a flower bed. You need to call 811 at least three working days before you dig, or you could end up responsible for a water line leak, utility line with gas or propane, or even worse, safety is in your hands. Call 811 every dig, every time. You dig? We are agriculture, the number one industry in Mississippi. We are 180,000 member families strong, a century of generations. We are grassroots Mississippi in all 82 counties. We are unified, the largest general farm organization in Mississippi. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. Hi, I'm Jade, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit is the savoriness of the sausage, the fluffiness of the egg, and the butteriness of the biscuit. It's amazing. The perfect start to my day. Hi, everyone. It's Justin. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit is the fluffy egg, the melted cheese, and the sizzling sausage. It's the start to your morning that you didn't know you need. Order a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit and Simply Orange Juice on the Chick-fil-A app. Real guests paid for their testimonials. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros, online at baroniestreepros.com. I'm Caleb Sailors, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Two men on opposite sides of the state are now behind bars for allegedly committing sex crimes against minors. On the coast, 43-year-old Ellis Sinalis was arrested on Tuesday after an investigation by the Biloxi Police Department found that the man had committed numerous heinous sexual acts against a minor under the age of 16. Sinalis is charged with the production and possession of child pornography, touching a child for lustful purposes, and sexual battery. He is housed at the Harrison County Adult Detention Center. In North Mississippi, Aaron Witten was taken into custody by deputies with the DeSoto County Sheriff's Department on Friday on accusations that he had illicit material containing graphic displays of minors. An investigation at Witten's home in Horn Lake led to the discovery of evidence related to the possession and distribution of child pornography. 
Witten is charged with accessing, possessing, and distributing the material. He is being held in the DeSoto County Adult Detention Facility. We have one voice, the voice of agriculture. We have one job, growing the products you need every day. We have one mission, fighting for agriculture and rural Mississippi. We have you in mind, caring for your private property rights. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. If you are building a new home or remodeling an older home, Amazing Propane is for you. A propane tankless water heater, a propane generator, a propane gas grill and oven, propane fireplaces, even lighting. Propane, such a versatile, clean, cost-effective source of energy for any home. Propane, clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com to learn more. Programs designed to get Mississippians into the workforce are proving to be a success. One of those is helping with the nursing shortage. Representative Donnie Bell told us more about nursing navigators. Uh, normally, the graduation rate for, for nursing students is about 50%. Uh, we instituted uh, these nursing navigators at the community colleges, mm-hmm. and, and I'm speaking for uh, Etiwamba because I'm more familiar with it. They went from a 56% retainage rate for freshman students to 88%. And then on their sophomore class, they're at 100% retention. Career coaches working in high schools across the state are doing the same for future graduates. Stay up to date with all the latest Mississippi news by signing up for our free newsletter at supertalk.fm forward slash newsletter. Sports Mississippi, I'm Dixon Williams. The first Saturday in February finds Auburn at Ole Miss. 5 o'clock is the tip-off in the pavilions. 4.30 is the airtime on the Ole Miss Basketball Network. The Rebels come in at 5-3, and 18-3 and three overall, 13-0 and 0 at home. Hope to keep that streak alive. The Auburn Tigers come in at 6-2 and 17-4. and, 17 and 4. 7.30 tip-off for the Mississippi State Bulldogs at Alabama tonight. 7 o'clock is their time the MSU Basketball Network. The Bulldogs come in at 3-5, and 14-7, while Alabama leads the league now at 7-1, and 15-6 overall. And the Southern Miss Golden Eagles hope to break a two-game slide at Texas State this afternoon. Tip-off there is at 4-15. The Golden Eagles are 6-4, and 12-10. and 10. Texas State is 1-8 and 7-14. and I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. We have one voice, the voice of agriculture. We have one job, growing the products you need every day. We have one mission, fighting for agriculture and rural Mississippi. We have you in mind caring for your private property rights. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money, but they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go licensed. 
For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. The NFL playoffs take the week off, but there will be football action played today as the 75th anniversary Senior Bowl will be played today. 12 noon will be the kickoff on the NFL Network. It will be at the Hancock-Whitney Stadium on the campus of the University of South Alabama. There are three Mississippi players involved in the Senior Bowl today. Defensive lineman Cedric Johnson of Ole Miss. Defensive lineman Jaden Crumbly of Mississippi State. Linebacker Nathaniel Watson of Mississippi State will all be on the American team. The Tennessee Titans assistant head coach and defensive line coach Terrell Williams will coach the American team. And the New York Jets defensive coordinator Jeff Albrich will coach the national team. The 75th Senior Bowl today, 12 noon on the NFL Network. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Sports Mississippi. From the trees over your head to the lawn you hate to mow and everything green in between. Garden Mama's here to help you keep on growing. Still the empress of everything green. Here's your horticulture maven, Garden Mama Nellie Neal on Super Talk Mississippi. Thank you, David. So much appreciate all of you being here today, whether you are with me live on this particular February morning or whether you're listening to the rebroadcast on a Sunday. Maybe you've pulled in the archive or you're taking us up as a podcast. Whatever it is, thank you. I'm glad you're interested in gardening, and I'm glad that you would like to hear a little bit about what I am up to. I'm going to tell you one thing. Today is National Trevor Day. It should have been tomorrow because the Grammys are tomorrow and Trevor Noah is hosting them. And guess what? Joni Mitchell's going to play at the Grammys, y'all. Joni Mitchell? Yes, sir. Wow, yes, sir. man. And Trevor, so he has his own day. Not him personally. He, he personally Noah, has his own day. Trevor Noah has his own day. <laughs> no, Trevor. No, he, all the Trevors. Trevor. All the Trevors. That's an odd one. That's I know, not like a two. really popular so name. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, and maybe it'll a, be more so. I yeah, don't know. maybe. Uh, is that like a promotion thing? It probably is. Mm-hmm. There's, there's like probably, when they were selling Oklahoma. Th- that's exactly you know, like, right. Hey, it's everybody, right. it's on, awesome. Everybody. It's great. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. There's no wind. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. It didn't get cold in the winter. No, of course it doesn't. You're like, what? What is this? We're going to keep going. What they told you, they they sold Florida the same way too. You know, it, it, there's no water there, there's no alligators, there's not a problem. Yeah, there's no, there's no snakes. <laughs> no, none of that. Pied Piper. Nah, just walk through the woods barefoot. Hey, listen, we got a new friend in today, Lance. Do you do you happen to know Mark? Mark, meet Lance. Lance, meet Mark. Hey, Lance, how are you? I'm going to tell y'all a little bit about Mark because he won't tell you himself. I'm I am lucky enough to have been friends with Mark for long enough that I get to call him Peaches, and you probably can too. But we'll we'll worry about that later on. He he has been a friend of mine for many years. He's a great plantsman. He's a radio pro, and frankly, he he bails he has bailed me out with more than one garden related situation over the years. I'm really lucky to have him in here today, and I'll, I trust a whole lot more days to talk about plants. I want to talk. I want to have a better environment, a better lookout into what's out there, what's coming, what's hot, and and to be better able to answer all of your questions about plant combos and and putting things into the garden, because we all know that. Although we all like to stick plants in the ground, sometimes they look better than others, and Mark's one that can really help with that. <laughs> Guess what? 
Tell me about it, Peaches. It's the 1st of February. What can I plant? What's oh, going man. on? Hey. The list is, you know, it's we're, huge. We're this. really lucky. Pull yourself in a little bit I'm closer. So sorry. No, it's all right. I need, the, a, I need a booster seat. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that, too. The, the whole thing about... The, when is spring going to happen? I know you're hearing it because you're all over talking yeah. to gardeners, too. Yeah. Uh, you know, in my world, spring sprang as soon as Christmas was over. Well, that's true. The, uh, yeah. the, the wholesale garden world um, does that to you. You know, and the gardening world is waking up, you know, and it's it's a slow process for sure. But there's so there's so much they could be doing that they just don't do. We saw so many beautiful plants in Mobile that yeah. I'm I'm sure the garden centers are going to be full of literally shrubs and trees. But I want to plant some perennials right now. <laughs> well, I mean, Help me out here. It's what, a great what's time. Out there? You know, they're out there in the garden centers if you can find them, which mm-hmm. that's another mm-hmm. whole conversation to have. But I know they're out there, you know, Shasta's. Gosh, true good perennials, echinacea. If you can get your hands on them, go ahead and do it. And, of course, there are a lot of people that are digging them up and are ready to swap yeah. a few here and there with each yeah. other, too. Oh, um, yeah. I don't, I don't a, maintain the ongoing plant swap, but I do watch it go by. I have know? a five-gallon bucket full of chartreuse ajuga, and I'm trying to decide <laughs> how much do I want to keep and exactly. how much do I want to How much away? of this do I want? Because sometimes things get to be... Frankly, more than than they can take their space of it's it's not exactly the same thing. But when I was talking in the previous hour about weeds, if you if you got more than fifty percent of plants that are not turf grass in your lawn, there's a turf grass problem right. <laughs> that we need right. to deal with. But if you just got a little patch here and there, you know, if the ajuga has eaten the entire bed underneath the oak tree and is now spreading out into the backyard, it's probably time to dig some up and right. and share it with somebody else or move it someplace. Yeah, I, what a great I, plant, though. I love bugle flower. I get comments all the time about, oh, I don't want to plant that. That's invasive. And I'll be like, St. Augustine is, too. <laughs> That's <laughs> exactly healthy. true. That's exactly so, true. You know. We're actually looking, and, and the, the there are gardeners. You know, I have a friend that has never planted a plant in her life, and her very favorite flower is cashmere bouquet because it comes up in her pine tree grove. Yeah, she exactly. never has to look at it. She exactly. never has to do anything about it. And all the butterflies come by and enjoy it. And frankly, the situation is such that the pine trees actually control it pretty well. Right. You know, her lawnmower takes care of the rest. But there are other people who would tell you to just get rid of that plant, never let it into your sight, you know, and certainly don't appreciate it. I don't believe that. I think everything's got a place. Oh, yeah. And I, I love cashmere bouquet, but... Out have, there. I don't have the yard for yeah, it. Yeah, out there yeah. somewhere. Like exactly. if you have a problem, neighbor, it's something you could plant on the property line. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are a few of those. We, we'll make a list. Yeah. We would like to talk about those. There's always another opportunity. The joke with me this, this year has been I have, I have red hot poker plant that needs to be moved out from under the Vitex because it doesn't bloom anymore. And every week I say, did I do this? And I can't tell anybody I did it because I didn't do it. I said I was going to do it in October. And between weather and everything else changing, I, I, it's not as hardy a perennial as, say, echinacea, you know, as, say, as, right. as black-eyed Susans or, or a, a, as purple coneflowers. But it is a really good one to have in a sunny site. And I just can't bring myself to get in there and dig it up. It's the... First, the soil was too hard, right. but now it's not, and I still am worried that I'm going to mess it up. How how do we how do we give ourselves the the courage to get out here and do some of these things? Because wow. you literally will plant stuff. I've seen you plant things that I wouldn't have ever thought of, and they do beautifully. 
Well, courage, is it courage or motivation? Maybe both. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. You know, I learned a long time ago when I first started gardening, you know, for myself at home, that the first thing you got to learn is patience. Ooh. Don't bite off more than you can chew. Ooh. Don't buy more than you can plant. He's telling me stuff I don't want to know. I don't want to hear this. Yeah, I, I know it's true. Of being a pretty straight shooter when it comes I know to it's plants. true though. It and is true. There, there's there. The only exception to that particular rule that I have ever heard in all of horticulture and all of gardening is if you make a water feature, make it bigger than you want. Exactly. Because next year you'll want it bigger, and then you won't want to go back right. and redo it. But we always start with that limited expectation because it's a thing we've never done before. And you just reminded me of something. Yes. Yeah. I need to put water in the fountain on the front porch. <laughs> <laughs> now that it's not frozen. That, right. Yeah. And that's something that I do, too. And, I, you know, you see these sticky notes that say things to do. Oh, dear. It's yeah. A, I'm, I'm a list. I've turned into a list maker. Welcome to my world. Yeah. I'm the little squirrel inside the post-it tree where, there, <laughs> where it's floor-to-ceiling post-it notes. You know, that's, right. I could do that so easily. And oh, yeah. It's not healthy. Keep your list to three things per day. <laughs> all these things, all the things that your therapist three. will tell you. Well, yeah, because the others are like later and later. You can't actually get done more things, so you put you have have to have more reasonable expectations, so that it doesn't frighten you away and you don't just go sit down and drink another cup of tea. You know, you 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 can actually get those done, and then the next day, because the list is going to go on. Well, and yeah. in this point in the springtime, as we move from through winter into spring. I have I have said this at least once or twice. If you didn't already prune the ornamental grasses and the wisteria and the muscadines and the figs and the apples and the pears, you're late. Right. Because now it's two weeks from now. It's going to be time to prune roses. And then it's going to be time to prune evergreens. And by the way, have you cleaned up all those brown perennials all over the place? Well, you're late. <laughs> so we're... We are in that. This is the really, to me, the foot race to spring is is faster sometimes than actually spring is. Spring, we like to sit back and enjoy. I'm going to get Mark to tell us a few of the secrets that he has given to me over the years. I am tickled to tell you that one of the pieces of the puzzle that I'm so happy about in pollinators is our growing awareness of using the perennial plants that are actually native to this part of the the, the, the world as opposed to the tropical forms of milkweed. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Trey will probably weigh in on that because he's also into that world. And we've also got a couple of other people that have been sending me seeds of milkweeds that are native here. I think it's important for us as voices in the garden world to give people the ones that are going to grow well and to also explain the ones that we probably ought to we just might as well leave out now that being said i am all about 10 different varieties of coneflowers 10 different varieties of rudbeckia you know those are not things that we're going to worry about this particular effort they're going to bloom all approximately within about six weeks of the start of the season and the end of it that's not a problem what the problem is with the tropical milkweeds is that they can indeed keep blooming. There's some that are blooming right now in south of Hattiesburg. Somebody sent me a picture this week. said, see, this is unfortunate. We, we slow down their migration. I don't really think we can tell the monarchs what to do. <laughs> but we, we, I think we can encourage them with healthier alternatives. Yeah, and I'm not so sure they're listening. They're, they're probably not. No. They're probably not. And, and there are a lot of alternatives out there. It, the problem has been, since this really got going, with the butterflies, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. followed the bees thing, um, 
is access to the plant material exactly. that everybody's exactly. talking about. And I've been in so many different aspects of this business that I hear it all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you try to do all you can. And try to you, present as many options as possible, you, but you still. Do. But then you also have to, unfortunately, when you're in this as a profession, you can't please everybody. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> you should see my email box. I oh, do yeah. not please everyone. Yeah. I get please. lots of lots of input. Please don't forward those. Well, one, oh no! <laughs> one of the one of the things that I'm really interested in too is this whole idea of succession flowering. Our perennials don't have to all bloom in one week, right. and and whether it's the, the daisy succession, which we're going to bring to y'all today, but you'll have to get your pen and paper for that so you can write it down. We'll bring that to you a little later. But there, there's even minardas that bloom at different times, the bee balms. Sure, sure. And that's one of my favorite flowers that I don't grow so well. So I need some tips about that. What, is, what does bee balm really want? Well, I'll be honest with you. You know, growing up in Missouri, bee balm was a roadside plant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've, I think people take, you know, minarda home and they baby it and they, you know, ah. try to put it in all this rich soil. I probably soil. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. If you throw it out on the side of the road, it'll probably do better. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's what, there, there are some plants that really do like to be sort of stressed in that Exactly. Sense, you know? I call it loving something to death. Yes, yes. It's when you overwater. When I first came to this particular state to live, I was shocked to see um, gay, fe- gay, gay feather purpley atris yeah. in the ditches yeah. and just blooming. And I thought, why aren't anybody cutting that? You know, we need to be selling that. We got it by the arm load here. But then people put it in their gardens and they don't remember that it needed to have slightly wet feet. Right. And so it's not the it's the exact opposite of the minority. It needs the roadside, but it needs the bottom of the ditch. Right. <laughs> you know. Well, and we don't always replicate the conditions. Like and there's we a t- you know there's a difference. The rebeccas and the echinaceas and the uh, oh gosh, all of them, uh, not all of them, but a lot of them like the top of the hill, and there are plants that yes. want to grow at the bottom yes. of the hill. Yes, um, I'm I'm really intrigued by the the things that can take the bottom of the hill, but it can also take a little bit of shade. We've got it, so many places. If you know, we plant a tree. If we're lucky and it grows, then we need something to grow under it that right. can tolerate the shade. I'm I'm tickled about. Um, Farfigia for the, the tractor seats and right. some of those things, but there's some there are a lot of choices in the perennial world that can actually do a little bit better than we than we used to think. I'm thinking of a stilby. Um, we we don't grow that many of them any farther south than where I am in central central zone eight. But my goodness, for our friends Tupelo all the, on up to Hernando oh, yeah. and into Memphis, it's a plant that you really should not overlook. Well, it's you know that we you and I had that discussion on the way to uh, Mobile that you know the invisible lines. It's mm-hmm. almost like Winona, Grenada. That's the invisible line. You yes. get above that. And, yeah, and things people, are different. They are. They different. can grow lilacs up there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so there and there are those plants. You know, uh, Lobelia is one of my favorite natives that mm-hmm. likes wet, mm-hmm. and it'll take a little shade. It sure will. You know, and that it, cardinal flower is beautiful. It is beautiful. Love that plant. Yeah. We, we're sometimes, and you know, I, w- I, I wish that I could fix everything. I can't. But I get the emails that say, well, these were right next to each other at the nursery, so I thought they could grow it right next to each other. 
you need to talk to your nursery person. That's why you need to go talk to your nursery person now in February before it's extremely busy on a Saturday in March when frankly everybody says I can't get any help. Well, that's because there's so many people there trying to get some help. But if you'll go and make a friend, you don't have to bring them a present. You don't have to bring them a coffee. You just have to show up on a Tuesday and say, <laughs> hi, you know, I'm, I'm going to be here shopping here in a month. Talk to me about this or that. You'll get some really good advice, I have found, because people people always want to talk about plants. Sometimes they have time. Sometimes they don't. Right. And everybody, you know, the whole Good Friday is the beginning of spring. Oh, my goodness. There is some truth to the middle of April, but this year it's in March. Exactly. This um, year, Good Friday is the end of March. It's also leap year this yeah, year. That's true. We got all these extra pieces. Yeah. And uh, our eclipse the week after. Oh, my one, goodness. Yeah. See, these are all things that, and, and that this doesn't even know, for those of y'all who are out there saying, and she's not even saying anything about the moon phases. That's true. We know y'all follow that, too. Yes. We have so much hoopla. And then there's horticulture. And then there's horticulture. Then there's research-based experiences. There's but so, we still have to explain the ones that, my, my classic story is that in South Louisiana, you plant parsley on Good Friday, and it comes up by Monday, and, and it, it's, a, it's, it's symbolic. It takes 14 days for parsley to germinate, but yeah. these people's parsley does, in fact, come up in four days. I can't explain it. I have seen it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. It, it's surprising. Yeah. It's very surprising. So, you know, and everybody puts it all off to those dates. And then what happens is the you know, the garden centers and the nurseries get overrun with people that want it and want it now. Yep. Yep. Well, then you don't have the selection. That's true. If you know, if you'll start a little early, I mean, you could plant petunias now. You, know? you certainly can in a protected environment. A protected petunias environment. are fine right yeah. now. So, don't put it all off to the very end because you may get disappointed. I think that's true. Because I, I also encourage people to shop and understand that you're going to hold things briefly. It doesn't right. take anything more than a, a piece of plastic in your carport, really, to create an environment to, for plants that are already up and growing. These are not things you want to take in your house because you're going to leave them outside. You don't want them to experience the perfect conditions of yeah, indoors. Exactly. You want them to be outside, but you want to protect them from any harm. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about one thing or another. My guest this morning is Mark Patrick. For those of you who are asleep, it's time to wake up. We'll be happy to to take texts and phone calls, or you can just listen to us yak. We'll be right back. Turn your radio on, turn your radio on, turn your radio on. Some eternal morning we shall meet the mother on the hallelujah show. Get in touch with God. Get touch with God. Turn your radio on, turn your radio on, turn your radio on, and listen to the music in the air. Turn your radio on, turn your radio on. We are the people, Mississippians. We are the land, growing food, fiber, and timber. We are there when you need us. From the roof over your head to the food on your table. We are small town, but big moments. Your next door neighbors. We are the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation. 100 years and counting. Become a member today at msfb.org. Superior. It's more than a name. 
It's a promise that we make to our customers to provide you the highest quality U.S. farm-raised catfish at your favorite restaurant, your family reunion, or on your dinner table. Hey, this is Steve Azar, and I want to let you know that with Superior Catfish, you know the next bite is as good as the first, time after time. Made possible by your friends and neighbors here in Mississippi. Remember, there's catfish, then there is Superior Catfish. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at Fillmore Buick. BuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. We've sent that Rip Van Winkle guy to the dentist. Hey, what? Hey, what? And what's worse than a trip to the dentist? Your wife's paint project that you've put off. Let Seabrook Paint in Jackson and Ridgeland find that Benjamin Moore paint and a contractor that will get you back doing the important things in life, like grilling and watching sports. Seabrook, Benjamin Moore paint, and a happy wife, happy life. Seabrook Paint in Jackson on Monument and in Ridgeland on West Jackson. First down. Hi, I'm Jade, and the little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit is the savoriness of the sausage, the fluffiness of the egg, and the butteriness of the biscuit. It's amazing. The perfect start to my day. Hi, everyone. It's Justin. A little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit is the fluffy egg, the melted cheese, and the sizzling sausage. It's the start to your morning that you didn't know you need. Order a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit and Simply Orange Juice on the Chick-fil-A app. Real guests paid for their testimonials. You mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear PeopleLease can help. How can they help? PeopleLease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human resources support center for all my hr needs think of all the time we'll save letting people lease handle our payroll and benefits administration i'll be busy growing my business and letting people lease take care of the rest sounds like a good business plan with people lease let people lease mind your business so you can mind your own business call now 601-987-3025 that's 601-987-3025 or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote You know, it's time. We're giving two-step lessons um, <laughs> after the program today. 
Mark Patrick's here with me, and of course Lance is here, thank goodness, or you wouldn't be able to hear us talking. Some good texts coming in. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I love the metal flowers. When I saw them pop up on the screen, I thought that that, that must be Andrea, and it is, and they're lovely. I'm I'm so fond of those. Uh, I have to say thank you very much for sending that. Um, Ray in Gluckstadt, I'll send you that article site here in just a minute. Chris from Meridian, is it too late to apply pre-emerge on my lawn? Probably. There are people who apply one and half a dose in January and half a dose in early April, depending on where and when their weeds fall. I would say go and talk to the folks at your garden center locally because some people have a different product than others. And they, you may have one. What you're trying to do is to prevent the weeds that are going to come up six weeks after you put the stuff out. So if you feel like your weeds are going to, that you're worried about are going to come up in three weeks, then yeah, you're too late. On the other hand, if you feel like they're not coming, the ones that are really a problem don't come up until July. That's a different story than you're going to do something later on. But mostly at this point in the year, we're pre-emerging because we know this, that the sticker burrs are coming up and we know that there will be probably a few other things along the way that, that you want to be looking out for. If that's the case, go to your garden center, talk to them. You'll probably find that, that you will want to use a pre-emerge at this point. There are also, uh, I, I love this. I'm so glad y'all are around. Arlene and Biloxi has sent, y'all don't know, y'all, re- y'all remember that we have folks that listen that are in Biloxi, but they're also in Wisconsin. <laughs> and it's a, it's a great thing. It's, it's two of the coolest places in the world to yeah. be and to garden. If I could have the cheese from Wisconsin and the beach from Biloxi all in the same <laughs> lifetime, I would be tickled. And today we get to see their traveling cauliflower. It's a beautiful plant. Yes, they bring them with them. They garden up there, and they bring plants down here with them, and they garden down here, and they take plants up there. It's very cool. Great way to spend a lot of good gardening time in some wonderful environments. Robert from Oak Grove wants to know when to plant the spring vegetable garden, and that that you just played right into my hands. Mark brought this for us, and I'm going to show it to you because you need to see it. If you don't know already, already know about variety recommendations, it does make a difference. So go to MSUcares.com. You'll be able to find your growing area, your growing zone, the garden. Basically, the tabloids is how what they've done is to split this into bits and pieces of things. Yeah, and I have one with maters on it. It's got that's beautiful maters too. They've got really cool ideas. A bunch of people that are smart, smart have contributed to this. And when you want to talk about the other ways to grow these things, then you talk to me about sustainability. But in terms of which varieties to use and when to plant and those kinds of things, the information from MSUcares.com is exactly what you need. Corinne's in Jackson. She says, hello, good morning, Nellie and Mark. So I didn't get the blackberry canes pruned when I should have. Now the long canes are putting out new growth. If I prune them right now, will I hurt my chances of getting a good berry yield? Yes. <laughs> so don't cut them right yeah. now. You may. I've, I've seen this done. I haven't had to do it. Um, you, you may have to get underneath them with some, what I would just say, a piece of extra string trimmer string, that kind of stuff, you know, some sort of a nylon business, and lift the whole plant, lift them up. So you're going to go around and create maybe a foot or so off the ground another little surface so that you're sending the canes up and over that. But you can do that just by tying. I've done it with a bungee cord, but that's probably not recommended. (laughs) (laughs) I've done grasses that way. I've done quite a few things that way. But sometimes we just have to 
keep those keep the fruit off the ground is the main thing. And then after you pick the fruit, you can do some more pruning. Do you grow blackberries? You know, it's funny that you should ask because I have a – there's a retaining wall at our house that is was built in 74 and it's about to go, so I have to have it replaced. Well, rather than go back with – the traditional yopons or you know whatever right now. right we're, we're going to do all edibles love it and it will probably have a plum maybe a peach some uh blueberries certainly and, blueberries and i'm going to do some bla- thornless blackberries love that um, I'm, I'm really very fond of thornless blackberries because they're so easy to grow and a miss figgy Oh, of course, a Miss Figgy. Yeah. Those are so sweet. Yeah. Lovely little plant. If you've not seen the dwarf figs and you don't believe in them, trust me, they actually do grow. It's the same thing as the dwarf lime that you can grow in a container in your house. Right. You really can do that. You know, you didn't do that. Yes, I did, too. I don't need a citrus tree. I have enough pets already. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do take a little bit of attention. They, they do. They do. Talk to me about maintaining perennials how much trouble is it what do you do for yours because you have beautiful flowers I, w- I don't want to call it trouble because when you use a negative word like that people are well that's what people ask me i know how much trouble how is much it? trouble it's really not if you want to garden mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know that's i will divide every few years you know i've haven't most of my perennials at this point a lot of them are tropicals you know, because my garden revolves around right. the swimming pool. Right, right. Well, I built a new bed during the drought. That was smart, wasn't it? <laughs> and it turned out great. And I'm adding a few things there, doing some trials, some, you know, new shastas, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Uh, new moms, cut flower moms. Well, not necessarily dwarf, you know, the market, they're shrinking things. Um, it does seem that way. It does. We, we, we're, I think we're going to see a lot of containers with what looks like hats on. You know, in other words, they're not. <laughs> yeah. we, we used to yeah. think about something tall and something spilling and something round, you know, that kind of stuff. Or if you had a spiky leaf, you needed to also have another leaf that was shaped differently from that. Right. But now we, what you're seeing more and more is one plant or maybe two, but in a, a lump. In these lovely containers, and I do think it shows off the container a little bit more dramatically. Right. But it's a different trend. It's a different style. It is. I tend to be more minimalist when I do containers than some people. And I want to put everything in there. Yeah. I want, you know, I, I want it to grow. I want so, all of it to grow in there. That, that's why my Brussels sprouts have onions growing with them. Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. I can't even, I can't just do one thing. Um, but, you know, perennials aren't a lot of trouble. And, uh, you know, they're going to multiply. Most of them do. Some more vigorously. When do you fertilize? Do you fertilize before or after bloom? Do you fertilize when they come up at any given season, or do you fertilize at all? No, I don't. I use a lot of organics, you know, mm-hmm. cottonseed meal, mm-hmm. blood meal, bone meal. But I don't throw a lot of synthetics on them because a perennial, most perennials, not all, let me clarify that, a lot of them don't want to be overfed. Mm-hmm. So. I have had the experience of things like Robert Poor flocks. If if it is if it has too much fertilizer, or actually if it has too much organic matter to it, you get lovely leaves and not enough flowers, kind exactly. of like a tomato. Exactly. But you, if you come in, you had, you do have to come in and give it a little something extra, or else it's wimpy. You know, right. the, the leaves are not um, they're not as strong as they are, and therefore the flowers are kind of tend to fall over a little bit. Not just that one. I'm not compl- I'm not complaining about that flocks, but I'm saying that all of the flocks do that because they can right. they can either have a nice thick stem or they can have kind of skinny stems. Right. I learned that lesson with some uh, 
Yarrow. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. yeah. Yarrow will do that, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'm going to pump you up. And it got five feet tall, fell over, and never bloomed. Right, right. My, yeah. my One of my favorite stories of that is, is obedient plant. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I went to visit a friend's garden, and they had, I mean, it was a magnificent garden, and there were these gigantic plants, like, over my head that had great big pink heads on them. I said, what is that? And she said, it's obedient plant. And I thought... My obedient plant's about 18 inches tall. <laughs> How did you do that? And Water. they had planted it where it actually was in the irrigation system and, and it, all it took was more water which which is one of those pieces of the puzzle that tells you that if you want to grow things taller in the back of the border i think about tithonia too oh, yeah. tithonia gets so much bigger if it's in the back of the border if you water it you water otherwise it. it becomes a little lump that you have to look over everything else to see right. you know but yeah so as far as trouble no i don't call it trouble you know to me Although, you know, a bed full of annuals is extremely gratifying, but when they're To done, me, that's done. more work. Yeah. I don't want to have to do it four times a year to yeah. keep that color. I do grow some annuals, but if I'm making a new bed, like you're talking about from making from the drought, you know, to, and, and that's a lovely bed. I mean, it's a perfect – I love to have something – that you can drive up and see. You know, well, I don't necessarily want to look at all of your stuff necessarily, but I love having a, a garden. Um, my, my front bed, for example, has interesting things in it most of the time, but it's not a cohesive design. So if, right. if, if you, if you drive up at the wrong time, oh, I don't know, like today, today you would see brown things. <laughs> and that well, would be know, about it, you that, know. That's my favorite hashtag. I've been using <laughs> brown as a color too. Believe it or yeah. not, it is. Yeah. Oh my goodness. You can always get in touch with Mark through his social media, Mark Patrick on Facebook. Um, I want you to be aware that there are a lot of Mark Patricks. You will see you will see peaches, but you will also see in his profile picture the most magnificent oysters that have ever been eaten. I know because I ate some of them. Yes, <laughs> Felix is in Mobile. We had a wonderful time. It's a it's a it was a good trip and and a really great opportunity to see some new stuff. I got to ask you. What are people going to do when they see all of this new, cool pottery? I want all of it. Oh, yeah. I want the yeah. minimalist, really tall, strong containers. Yeah. But I also want the little, you know, winged things that yeah. are not quite yeah. cherubs. They're a little bit, a little goofy looking. Yeah. But there's so many. Every style, every taste and accessories really seems to have come to the fore. Yes. I, I don't know why. But how are people going to even decide? It's difficult. Goodness. You know, and a lot of the pottery, you know, that's out there, but you get what you pay for. You, I, I believe that's true. Yeah. I believe that's true. You definitely get what you pay for. And you have to look at it like an investment. You know, you, you don't run out and buy the first car you see. I hope you Check don't. Check them out. You know, do your homework. Um, that they're just fun. It's, well, and it's, the other piece of it for me, too, is that to be aware that one thing doesn't really make a statement. No. But it doesn't take 40. No. Now, if you, so if you have a collection of gnomes, you might want to put some of them in right. the front yard, but most of them in the back. She speaks to herself. <laughs> but but if, on the other hand, you have a set of three big containers, you certainly you can certainly put them one, two, three, or you can step them up and down next to your front door. I mean, there's right. so many ways to put the accessories in that, that say something about you. I tend to think that a, a fountain is a really powerful statement, too. It is. Um, it At my place, because it is so noisy, they always say, oh, it calms the noise and all that. Well, you can walk to the back of my property, and it's quiet most of the time. But 
when an ambulance comes by, there's no fountain that's going to stop it, you know, no. from making noise at my no. house. On the other hand, there is something very calming about a water feature, and and even if it's a, a bucket fountain, as I as I like to call them, that that I'm not talking about you have to dig something up. I'm talking about you know you're making a fountain, much yeah. like by your front door, yeah. where it's a beautiful fountain and it's in a container, so it is right there, and it's lovely. It's a wonderful sound. I I don't think it needs a doorbell, but it could be the doorbell in some cases. You know, <laughs> yeah, motion, it could be a little motion activator. That's, that is the one <laughs> that I looked down at. Yesterday and was like, uh oh, no get some water. water. Yeah, yeah, it happens. There's so much to do. There is. Um, I have 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 had people get in touch with me just recently about, is it time to paint furniture? Can I paint my furniture now? You know, well, I think if it's not going to rain for two or three days, it's probably a great time to do that. When we wait to take care of that sort of accessory cleanup and trellis painting and those things, if we wait until the plants are growing or if we wait until it's springtime. It's a real onerous task. Oh yeah, I'm for picking your battles. I've I've started cleaning up that stuff weeks ago. You know, it's because you're better. And I'm collecting all of my, you know, all the summer tchotchkes. You know, there's always that gnome or that frog that you know, there's one more over here. Yeah, yeah. or he's we we tickled. We were so tickled, weren't we, when we saw that. The the frog that we like is now in several Three sizes. sizes yeah. you know, like, oh yes, this is I've already great. Put, I've already put my order in for a couple. They're so cute. Yeah, they are. And, cute. and it's it's the thing that can make your statement. It makes things just a little bit different. Um, I tend to be the the front garden is a little bit more sedate, all except for a few things, but it's a little more sedate <laughs> than the back garden. But not everybody feels that way, and I really appreciate. For example, I went past somebody's house in Belhaven this weekend, this week rather, and every one of the pickets had a thing on it. They weren't, they didn't right. match. It wasn't a system. It wasn't, you know, how sometimes they'll do spools of thread on a picket or they'll do different things in right. the garden. These were just all different. And I thought, I wonder if people leave them. You know, yeah. I wonder if this is actually somebody's collection because there were dolls and there were hats and there were dog puppies and, you know, dogs. I, I love the place where there is the. They had the hole in the ground from the, I guess the the water and the pipes. And yes, then there was yes. A, there's the big orange thing, and so they just built a really cool like lights and it's home got stuff. Everything. It has it's a whole stuff. it's a whole thing now. It now yeah. has plastic flowers. Yeah, in yeah, it, yeah. yeah. It's, there's all kind of things. Yeah, I was like, stuff. I like their style. Yeah, I like that. It's like, hey, know? if it's going to be here for a while, let's make it look good. Yeah, let's just good. go ahead, make play with it. That's uh, fun. We, we have a mutual friend who has a pothole decorated for Mardi Gras. Of course, <laughs> of know? course, it's that time of year. It is. Soon enough, it'll be Easter eggs. Oh, now look, y'all. This is where I say I do not claim to be a meteorologist, but this might be your weather forecast. Stick around. We'll be right back. Are you looking for a contractor for your new home or remodel? Go licensed. Unlicensed contractors may try to convince you that pulling your own permit can save you money. But they may do shoddy work, or in some cases, no work at all, costing you far more in the long run. Protect yourself and your investment 
by comparing estimates from three licensed contractors. Remember, go license. For more information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us. Hi, I'm Sammy the Shovel, reminding you how important it is to call 811 at least three working days before you dig anywhere in or around any homeowner's yard. It doesn't matter if you're putting in a new mailbox, installing a fence, French drain, sprinkler system, even a flower bed. You need to call 811 at least three working days before you dig, or you could end up responsible for a water line leak, utility line with gas or propane, or even worse. Safety is in your hands. Call 811 every dig, every time. You dig? Hey, you're up next. Ugh, my throat hurts so bad. There's no way I can sing tonight. Here, try these. Vicks Cool Drops. Yeah, Vicks Cool Drops has maximum strength menthol with a rush of Vicks Vapors. Ooh, I can already feel it. I told you. So, you ready? I'm ready. Please welcome to the stage. Vaporize sore throat pain fast with Vicks Cool Drops. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that. Which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. Jamie Creole Shelter Insurance comes to while we're more than just an agent. Proudly serving the Jackson metro area in the great state of Mississippi. Give us a call at 601-992-6000. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. Go to windowappointmentnow.com for full offer details. Attention all homeowners. Do you know when to replace your windows? Feeling too hot or cold? Fog between the glass. Spending too much on expensive energy that literally goes out the window? It's definitely time to replace. If you've put off replacing windows in your home because it's too expensive here's great news you can now get a free in-home window consultation and free price quote from renewal by anderson and right now you can save 375 dollars off every window and 775 dollars off every door when you buy four or more units just text fog to 200 300 for your free consultation on top quality affordable windows or patio doors for zero dollars down zero monthly payments and zero interest for a year that's right you don't pay a dime for an entire year text fog to 200 300 right now to save 375 dollars off every window and seven $175 off every door when you buy four or more units. But hurry, these big dollar savings won't last long. Text FOG to 200-300. Don't wait. Text the word FOG to 200-300. Text FOG to 200-300. Don't know what you've got till it's gone. It gave paradise. Put up a parking lot. Pick up all the trees. Put them in a tree museum. 
the things you can't say. The Garden Mama yeah. show today has lost all control of itself. Thank you all very much. Anyway, good night and tip your waiter. You know if you play Joni, I'm going to oh, You're going to go. I, I got to go. I know. Got to do that. Well, I have another little yes. uh, news about the Grammy. Yes, yes. Billy Joel's performing his really? new song. New song. Oh, my yeah, goodness. it's been like okay. three decades okay. is what I had heard. I think it's been a minute. Now, I, I want to have a question for y'all and I won't make this a, a long one, but who has come out with a song in their like three or four decade hiatus any name any musician i don't know that you know their their work in the previous eras was amazing and then they wait so long and come out with something do y'all know i, any I would say cat stevens cat stevens maybe mm-hmm. i just i haven't found mm-hmm. many that are They're like, not wow. that many most yeah. people get kind of quiet yeah, they're just more <laughs> mellow or they or they add to the catalog so they can yeah, sell yeah. it for more money right. but they don't necessarily have a hit mm. <laughs> you know, that I seems to be give you a list of people that have been retiring for the last two decades well and, and 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 i'll tell you that uh, i think Joni Mitchell thought she had retired. We said oh, yeah. she's going to play at the Grammy. She's going to win. You understand the, the right. live performance at Newport was a fantastic, just amazing show. Thank you, Brandy Carlisle. But the whole business about whether or not people can continue doing what they're doing, it's not all Mick Jagger. Joni Mitchell is 80 years old, too. <laughs> so we, we have to hold up our end of the bargain. All right, I'm going to get to these texts right quick, and then I've got – it all ends up, interestingly enough, our last question is a Daisy question, so we're going to work on that quickly. Patty and Leland wants to know if she can start pepper seeds. Patty, I'm going to tell you what. You want to give them six weeks from the time you plant them indoors until you want to transplant them outside. I think that mid-March might be a little bit soon – Fine for bell peppers, a little soon for hot peppers. So depending on what you're going to grow, you might want to start now or you might want to wait a week or two, maybe 10 days. You didn't send me a name, um, so I'm going to say that you're Bubby. And it is a squash and cucumbers do well, but not peas and beans. What's wrong? I'm going to say that what's wrong is that you've got a whole lot of nitrogen in the soil, and so the peas and beans can't do what they do, which is to translocate nitrogen, move move it from the air into themselves. If you're getting a lot of green leaves and not very much peas or beans, then that's probably the issue. If they're not coming up at all, I would check and see if the birds are eating your seeds, and then I would also be sure that you get the soil tested because that's the only. There's only a few factors that can stop those from making at least making an appearance. Linda wants to know if she can cut back her knockouts. Wait until mid mid February to do that, and please remember. Knockouts don't need to be cut back as hard as the as some of our others, like the fairy and a whole bunch of our other really truly antique roses. They just need a little haircut so that you can keep them in the size they want you want them to be. If you cut knock, knockouts down real hard, a lot of times you end up with a bunch of growth and not a whole lot of flowers. So in that first flush, so you don't want to overdo that particular thing. Can I plant persimmon trees? Yes, got them from the uh, the tree giveaway. Absolutely, absolutely. And Mary wants to know, to bring us to this point here, she says her Shasta daisies have short stems. Why is that? Could be the variety. And that's why I want to say, what are the varieties? Guess what? We have varieties that bloom. We got weeks of daisies if y'all plant yes. all of them. <laughs> well, Mark's, was, the, Mark's the person that told me how, which what order they bloom in and which ones uh, yeah. you can actually do. So uh, I was presented with the challenge to describe this. <laughs> um, there's some great ones. The, a daisy called May Queen is one of the first to bloom. Well before May, I might say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe it's a May Queen in, in Ohio. Ohio. Yeah. But it is more of a natural 
I don't want to use the word weedy because that's another negative. No, but it is but closer to of, oxeye. It, it is. is. It's closer to the native daisy. It's, it's close true. to it's the a native. flatter flower. Then it, if you follow that you're planting up with one called Alaska, mm-hmm. it will bloom next. Usually, mm, we're going to say in May. Yeah, like, Mother's Day anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mother's Day. Or my birthday, you know. Yeah. See, Middle of May. Right there. Yeah, get that plug in. Um <laughs> And then the last one, my favorite, the best of all, is one called Becky. Love Becky. And it has a strong stem. It's probably one of the best cut flower. I think so. Shastas for the garden. And if you have all those planted in areas, you're going to have daisies starting from probably mid-April. Oh, I would think uh, mid, all the way through May if you uh, if you grow Becky and Becky sometimes will even hang it, out in the heat. Well, if you, <laughs> you know? if, you, if you deadhead Becky and keep it cleaned up, mm-hmm, she just mm-hmm. doesn't stop. It's a beautiful plant. It is. That's one I added to the new garden. Well, and it, it's a really smart choice. These are perennials; you can plant them any time, but they're going to bloom in their own order, and that's the other part right. of it that's so great is that you don't have to wait to plant. We 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 think about. What am I going to do? A lot of people say, well, i got too much to do in the spring. Uh, I can't really grow this or that. i got to plant one weekend. Well, that's another place where perennials make a big difference in the way that you can do things. Oh, yeah. It gives, you, it gives you a bigger a bigger swath, a bigger quilt, so to speak. Right, you know? and it's all about timing. You know, Unfortunately, a lot of consumers, they see you know, a Shasta. It's a Shasta. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but they don't go so far as to say, what variety is it? You know, mm-hmm. what's the height, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Well, and sadly enough, even when you ask people, they don't necessarily know. They don't know. So yeah. that's why I end up with, you know, email boxes full of flowers to try and identify both get the name of, but also mm-hmm. then where you're going to get it. Because you right. can't always go back and knock on that person's door. <laughs> but sometimes yeah. you can. But yeah. You can't always you can. do that. doesn't always work. But tell me a little bit. What What's the next thing, Mark? What's the next big trend you think we're going to see? Is it going to be more containers? Is it going to be, I don't know, is it going to be more native plants? I mean, where are we headed? I think the native thing is, is going to grow, mm-hmm. but it's not going to grow as fast as some of the other trends. The container trend, it, it's been going. Um, I think you're going to see things becoming more stylized. Oh, yeah, probably so. Um, People are getting more. Where I'm going to put the containers here and then figure out what to grow in them. Right. You know, it, it goes along with that notion of investing in what you're going to see for a exactly. long time. You're yeah. right. You're I want right. This sofa, what? Pillows, am I going to Yeah, put? yeah. Um, so that's happening a lot. You know, and overall in the plant world, the houseplant thing, the millennials and the Gen Zers. It's so cool. There's so many people <laughs> that want indoor gardens. It's, oh, my gosh. It's really wonderful for me. Yeah. You, know. you walk up on, you know, I lovingly call them plant nerds. Yes, we are. You know, and you walk up on one of them and they're on their phone, on their app. Don't. Be talking. Yeah, yeah, don't interrupt. Pray, yeah, yeah. And, and, and <laughs> don't be making stuff up because they're going to correct you. Yeah, it's not a dating app, but it, it <laughs> it's, is. A, it's it an is. important. It's an important date anyway. Oh yeah. And in fact, one of the things that uh, the the app that I was able, uh, allowed to work on, I was lucky enough to be with the group of people creating, does that exact thing. Right. It, it now will let you take the picture in, in the 
oh, yeah. garden centers out west. It's not here yet. <laughs> well, I noticed but, you had a photo of Ty Constellation that yes, popped yes. up, and I was like, I had to think for a second what the name of it was. <laughs> Fun it's stuff. a philodendron, by the it, way. It, it is, and, and it it's one that I saw in Mobile that um, I'm really very fond of. It's I like variegation. When when you get back here, we're going to get Mark back here again. I hope in at least in about a month, if not sooner. Talk about variegation because it's a topic that people don't. You can't just. I can tell you what I think about it, but it's not as interesting as when we get other folks to talk right. about things. White or yellow, patched or edging. You know, there's all of these pieces of it. And I think one of the prettiest plants we saw was the cast iron plant that looked like somebody had splattered paint on it. Oh, it I have a photo really, of it. Really, really pretty. I will be finding really, that really one. Pretty. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. lovely one. I put it up last week, but I don't think I got a chance to talk about it. This has been great fun. You're, you, you know, what I don't know about plants, you know about plants. And I, I think we know a lot of the same stuff, but in a different point of view. So thank you for being here. You're welcome. Thank you, Mark Patrick. Thank you, Lance. Glad you were here today so we could all Mark, you were awesome, talking. man. You need to come back again. See, we're going to get him around again. To, and I'll even bring the Hulk with me. <laughs> there you go. Taking the Hulk on. With yeah. We're going to go to the Mardi Gras parade now. Y'all have a great week. Come back again. I'll be here Tuesday for Mary, but next Saturday I'll be right here for you on the Garden Mama Show. Mississippi Media. Download past episodes at supertalk.fm and contact Garden Mama anytime at mamaonair at yahoo.com. Thanks for choosing the Garden Mama Show. feel like you are in the dark? Well, with a propane generator, you'll never be in the dark again, at least when the lights go out. Enjoy the comfort and safety of knowing you have a propane generator always ready when the electricity goes out. Propane generators assure you will always have power. Propane-fueled, clean cooking, hot water on demand, warm and consistent heat and power when you need it most. Why would you choose anything else? Propane. Clean American energy. Visit MSPropane.com today. Are you a business owner looking for help with HR benefits and payroll? MWG Employer Services offers a wide range of services and can create a custom plan that fits your needs and budget. I was so overwhelmed with HR stuff. MWG Employer Services took all the stress out of it and even set up my payroll. I couldn't be happier. MWG Employer Services is here to help you succeed. Call us today at 601-206-7966 or go to MWGEmployerServices.com. Looking for top-notch personal protection? The Smith & Wesson Equalizer is here to level the playing field. Easy-to-rack slide, easy-to-control ergonomic grip, it's designed for you. With a 10, 13, and 15-round magazine included, size up for better control or size down for easier concealment. Don't miss out on the opportunity to upgrade your safety. Visit your local dealer now. To learn more about the Equalizer, visit smith-wesson.com. Smith & Wesson, empowering Americans. All capacity sizes may not be available in your jurisdiction. Be sure to check your local laws and regulations. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Your home for... 
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.